It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Well, let's skip that diddly D. Um, we're back. It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Chuck. Chuck. The fuck's going on? Um, yeah. Uh, we are. Back and recording another episode. I don't remember which one this is on, so you know, fuck it. Uh, before I forget, shout out to the sponsors, Hooks Rubs and Spices. Uh, you know, go fuck with them. Uh, HooksRubs.com. They got their own website now. No more Etsy. You can still use the fucking promo code WhatPod at checkout to get fifteen percent off. They make good shit. Jerm just had some fish. Catfish was good. Catfish with the uh, with the midnight, you know. Uh, this weekend hooked up some 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 wings with the uh, with the lemon pepper and uh, I think it was tacos every day. I can't remember what the other ones were. No, Cajun red. It's Cajun red on there. Uh, some burgers with the Houston APB with the all purpose. Uh, and uh, the Mad Cow, you know, you gotta stick with the classics. So, yeah, man, fuck with them. Uh, they 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 sponsor the podcast, and uh, and we ride with them. Black owned business, uh, out of out of Utah by way of Houston. Uh, so yeah, yeah, fuck with them. Uh, Hooksrubs.com. Uh, if you go to the website, uh, whateverman.com, uh, there is a link. It'll put the uh, promo code in there for you. All you got to do is select your spices. Check out. Promo code should be in there. Make it real simple for you to get that 15% off on your purchases. They also got merch. Uh, you know, go get you a t-shirt. Go get you a hat. Fuck with them. Uh, and, yeah. So, uh, what's, what's, what's been going on with you, man? Yeah, here we go. I mean, you know, just yeah, sliding, sliding, sliding betwixt some cheeks. I mean, you, 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 you've been fucking with the blue chew, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, I took a. Did you take one or two? Uh, first time I took two. It was but you, but you were drinking. Yeah, yeah. And the second time you didn't. No, no, no. The second, well. I was drinking, but not as much as the first time. The first time, I was fucked up. But uh, the, the, the second time, nah, I took one, you know. I, I felt the difference. You know, in the words of the immortal Tony Baker, you see it. <laughs> you see it. <laughs> I mean. The shit worked. Two. I mean, I ain't never sat there and just dropped three stinky loads and just kept on going. Hit you, hit you, hit, hit, hit the bitch with the hit, hit the bitch with the belly. Get dick hard like Rawaila. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, just fucking text, man. Boo and all this other shit. And I'm like, look. First Man. off, I know what you're gonna say. Can't drop Bluetooth dick on the bitch and then not have a feel, uh, feel away. Look, man, I got to 
Throw the dick good. If she getting ahead, she sucking dick like that. Every time. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know. Some girls, some girls just like to suck dick. I never. I'm talking about just close the throat on my dick. Yeah. I mean, look, man. Hey. I, you ever say, t- tell somebody you love them, know them deep in your heart you didn't? Nah, once. Once. It wasn't because of that, though. It's because I was young and stupid. But I've had somebody tell me that shit, and I was like, bitch, you, yeah, you don't. You just. It was a dangling. Put that thing in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, Chastity said it, but I didn't hear it. Everybody else in the room did, but I didn't. I was sitting right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, man. <laughs> look, man, it is what it is. I mean, look, man. Which is a beast, though, man. Them shits work. And this is not a sponsor of the podcast. If y'all no. want to sponsor, no. We here, but I'll attest. That shit do work. Which they don't. If they ever get stocks, I'm putting 500 in. <laughs> Think I'm lying. I'm putting 500 in. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'll go in deep with them motherfuckers. Which I I'm have go in deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you need to be a sponsor for them. Go in deep with Blue Chew. <laughs> Get your stripes. Yeah. <laughs> I took a chew and I blew out that pussy. <laughs> you know, and then other than that, I've just been uh, four days on, three days off. That ain't bad. It's just that, uh, dude. I'll take a four and three. I like four and threes, man. I like having that extra day off because then I get to rest. I get one day to sleep and then two actual weekend days, man. Yeah. But, but still, man, um, it's just back to back to back to back to back to back. And I'm just like, dude, it's been seven hours and I haven't eaten anything yet. Mm-hmm. So by, on the eighth hour... I got to, you know, I stopped some restroom break. Hmm. Come back, back in service, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know. Driving the pickup. And, and it's like I was telling you the other day, they got all the equipment in the world to tell you that, that, that well, answer all their questions. Mm-hmm. They let them know where I'm at. They already see that I, I hit restroom break. They already see that I'm back in service. And they already know where I'm traveling. Right. What's your ETA on the next one? I was like, I saw it. They just mm-hmm. sent a message. I'm driving. Call SB2. I'm driving down a breaker to get the uh, burner. Get to a stoplight. 073, 063. Says, well, why are you running late? I was like, you did see that I hit restroom break, right? 
Well, yeah. What's your ETA? I, I don't know. Thing says 20, 20 minutes. But I'm in heavy traffic, man. Well, where are you at? This is... You... You see where I'm at. You know where I'm at. You, you got the GPS or the whatever it is. You know where I'm at. I'm on Breaker in 35. You know, and then this, so there's a click. Until the light turned green. Well, I can't be on the phone driving. Right. You know, if something happens, it's going to be my fault. So, you know, nothing was said. It's just they try to fuck you. It's like, man, this ain't 1786. I'm taking a fucking lunch. Yeah, I mean, that's that. see, that's the fucked up thing about that. Like, when you have a job where you drive, or any job where you have to uh, move around, delivery, anything like that, is motherfuckers who are in a fucking office on the phone routing people, dispatching and doing whatever the fuck they're doing, they act like once they in their office... That all the traffic, all the car accidents, mm-hmm. all everything else just disappear. Because mm-hmm. they ain't got to deal with it. And they expect you to be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, no, nigga, that's not how this works. And then if you speed, then they get, why are you driving so fast? Nigga, I'm like, <laughs> like so, uh, yeah, I, I, I dealt with that shit. I dealt with that shit when I was a cable installer. That's, that's the reason why I stopped being a cable installer. When they put GPS in on my truck. Motherfucker called me six day, six times in one day for for speed. <laughs> I was like, fam, you scheduled me a job in Buda. Well, no, you went San Marcos, Buda, Bastrop, uh, Wimberley. I had all four of those jobs, and I had to get all four of them done in four hours. It takes an hour. To that's, get that's all day, yeah, yeah. That was like that's your morning work. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, are you serious? It's gonna take. Yeah, I was that's two two and a half hours of driving easy. A piece. Well, yeah, sort of, sort of. Because to get from Bastrop to Wembley, that's that's two hours right there. So, I, I I get it. I get it. But that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped doing it. Because as soon as they put that GPS in, and they, they, they were like six days, and then we found out that uh, the guys in our office who actually live where I work most of the time weren't going to be routing us anymore. It was going to be the people in South Austin. I was like, no, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. And that's when I started working at the office in uh in North Austin. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I parked at Palacios. After I dropped Smutty off at the doctor's you office. You went to the strip club? I parked. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Ain't nobody there. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even Palacios. It was at the warehouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, it was like 12, 15. <laughs> bitch, bitch, coming in for the early shift. I got a pole in here. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. And uh, <laughs> Throw this Bluetooth dick on you. Let you fucking run. Give you this dick. But, uh, they want me to go to, uh, Brody. 
Did you ever go to Chastity's house? Yeah, you did go to mm-hmm. So it was like right there around where she used to live. And, uh, and I was right there, you know, at, at the warehouse. R.I.P. to Grey Ghost. <laughs> God damn right. And, uh, damn already? Getting my check early. Nice. But, uh, so they're like, well, the client's ready. I was like, whatever. So, by that time, traffic going to Ben White? Is mm-hmm. it Ben White? Yeah, Ben White was heavy, you know, going up to the stop sign. And I was just sitting there. I was like, well, Jeremy, you can make a right. Hit Congress and go to William Cannon to Brody. After I was sitting there for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And once again, what's your ETA? I was like, look, you see where I'm at. You give me the, the you give me the, the the pickup when the window's open, already open. You know, I'm in the middle of heavy traffic. But why are you all the way over there? What do you mean why I'm all, all the way over there? Because it's almost time for me to get off work. I'm getting closer to the yard. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna go, but don't expect me to be there in five minutes. I'm in heavy traffic. It's 12 o'clock, man. 12, 15, 12, 30, yeah. whichever it was. I'm in heavy traffic. You know, I could have been an asshole and, and stayed and tried to make that left. But I was already thinking. I said, you can make that right. Go to Congress. Yeah. And it's like, son of a bitch. And, and then, like, um, two people that day, you know, they, they give me the job or the pickup. Whenever the, the window was already open. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like uh, 25, 15, 25 minutes away. And then I, you know, then I get there and they're just. Yeah, you can get your old ass on yeah. there. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? <laughs> Walk, man. <laughs> no, nah, like, no. But see, that's, that's part of the thing. It's like, I, you said that same fucking issue. Because. It's mostly when I did Austin work. Because motherfuckers will give you a bunch of shit. Right? But they act like they can't look at a map. And they don't know shit about the city that they live in. Like, fam. It's three in the afternoon. And you expect me to get from Brody. (laughs) From Slaughter and Brody or some shit like that. To fucking Riverside in 15 Fuck minutes. <laughs> like, wait, what? That's a good 45 minutes. That's a good hour. Now it's an hour. Because somebody, some other tech, missed they missed they missed they job, right? Yeah. So they would send us up to help out, and instead of giving us the work in a, in one area, every time somebody missed an appointment or whatever, they'll route it to us. To go and make up for it. Right? So then, but they don't tell the customer. So when we get there, well, you guys are late. I was like, no, I wasn't the tech that was assigning your shit. I just got this shit 20 minutes ago. What's the problem? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> what the problem is? Yeah. 
Like, fam, I'm not I'm not here to argue with your dumb ass. Like, you know, whoever said when they routed the morning technician or whatever, he got hung up on something or whatever. He couldn't make it, so they sent us. I used to hate that shit because motherfuckers would get mad. But, yeah, like, yeah, that, that shit just, like, people, but that's, that's the problem is they feel like they don't want to get yelled at or they don't want to get cussed out or they don't want to get reprimanded or they don't want to they don't want to take the heat for what should be fucking common sense like they're not looking at where the techs are or where the drivers are when they're looking at where the job like it's like they're not looking at like either you're going to send the closest tech or you're going to send the next available and if the next available is not close you should probably call the person and be like, yo, we got somebody available, but they're not close. It's probably going to be like 30, 40 minutes before they get there. See. And if the next, if the closest guy becomes available, then we'll send him instead. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, but motherfuckers yeah. don't do that shit. When I, when I first started, if we got add-ons, that means we were in the area, just like you said. Yeah. And then it slowly started getting fucked up. So, say for instance, I went to this church off of South First, or First Street, you know. I was just in the neighborhood waiting. I had like 15, no, 10 or 15 minutes to pick this person up. Then they took this off and wanted me to go to uh, Wells Branch, H-E-B. Window is wait like 45 minutes past open. Yeah. And I was just... I'm right here. You want me to go to Wells Branch, mm-hmm. ATB, and then drop this person off of Wells Branch, these apartments? And that, I think it was like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, motherfuckers all, oh, I was an ad on one Yep. Says, yeah, I called it in. Yeah, I, I pulled some strings. What kind of strings you pulled, man? This is, uh, you've been sitting out here for about almost two hours. Yeah. I was down on South First. Oh, they said you were close by. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, I was not. He sounds like you didn't pull any strings. I wanted to say we both got fucked. Shit, man. You know, I hope, and then I also want to say, I hope your groceries didn't spoil on you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's sitting there all bragging like, yeah, I called it in. I, I pulled some strings. It's like, how? <laughs> you need to shut the fuck Man, up. You thought, nigga. Uh, I, I told you about that time I was fucking, I came up here. It was a, a Saturday. No, it was a Sunday. I was working Sundays. And I was working at M-Nodes, which was uh, over there by where Fernando used to live. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's that's in Time Warner or Spectrum, whatever the fuck they call it. They call it the M nodes, right? So I was working that area. So called dispatch, finished my last job. Called dispatch around six. Yo, it's Tech Four Eight Two. Uh, cause I'm supposed to work. I'm supposed to work a swing shift, so from like eleven in the morning to seven at night. Right, it's like six fifteen when I finished my last job. Let's take 482, 
finished my last job. Uh, uh, confirming to y'all not have, y'all have any more work or anything? No? All right. I'm signing off. I'm headed home. You know, I'm headed back to St. Marcus. And uh, I'm signing off. So, close the job out. Dispatch called back. Yeah, 482, you good to go. You know, drive safe, blah, blah, blah. Hit 35. I'm on 35. I'm right when you get in the car. Like on 150, like when you cross the 150 mile marker or whatever, right? Boom. What the fuck is this? I open my laptop. Emergency job in Westlake. No, nigga. <laughs> no, you you told me. You told me there was no more work. So what you do is you call one of your Austin technicians because every area has a morning tech, a midday tech, and a late tech to work their areas. Fam, I work San Marcos, Austin, Kyle, or San Marcos, Kyle, Bastrop, all them fucking outline areas yeah. because that's where I live. We got sent up there to help you niggas out. Not do your fucking shit work. I'm not driving to fucking Westlake. You see what the fuck I... <laughs> I'm on my way home. It was 6.57 when they sent me that job. I get off at 7 o'clock. Fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. So I'm in there. Take my tough book. Turn it off. Plug it in. In my, in my apartment. Boots off, feet up. I forgot. I did, I plugged my radio in, but I didn't turn it off. It's like a bloop, bloop, bloop. Take four eight two. Where are you? Home. <laughs> like, did you not see the job? Like, what job? I called. I called in. Y'all said we didn't have any more work. Yeah, but we sent you something on your tough book. It's like, when did you send it? It was like 6.55. It's like, I get off at 7 o'clock. I was driving home. I didn't look at it. I was lying. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, I called in. And I was like, I talked to such and such in dispatch. She said there was no more work. I signed off. I was driving from Austin to San Marcos. I signed off at like 620. Oh, hell no, man. And I'm driving. It's like, was I supposed to like just magically see it? Did anybody call me about it? No. Well, then, yeah, I'm at home. Well, can you make it back out there? It's 8 o'clock now. It was like, damn, I'm three beers deep. No. Well, I guess we're going to have to find somebody else. Like, yes. You. <laughs> you. Not we. You. <laughs> Don't put we in this. <laughs> no. so they, they called my supervisor the next day. <laughs> Johnny was like, Johnny cussed the motherfuckers out. He was like, no, we're there to support y'all. He signed off, right? Like, yeah, y'all told him y'all didn't have no more work, right? Yeah. Did anybody call him before his time off? It's like he gets off at 7. Did anybody call him? No. What the problem is? What the fuck are y'all calling us for? (laughs) 
That's literally what he said. I was in the office when he talked to us. What the fuck are y'all calling us for? Well, Johnny, no, no, Johnny, nothing. Why the fuck would he drive all the way from fucking St. Marcus to Westlake an hour after he got off work? <laughs> like motherfuckers, and he hung that phone. <laughs> Never heard from the motherfuckers. <laughs> Some you know, fucking rich white lady mad because her fucking TV wasn't showing while she was laying in the pool. Bitch, fuck your TV. I'm glad I went to you went over Saturday. Mm-hmm. Because originally, I was supposed to, uh, this dude I work with was come over and was supposed to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what kind of spooked me about this guy. And he's all, black guy. He's in his 50s. So Jeremy, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna school you. I'm gonna school you on this one. I was like, what? He says, what you need to do, what you need to do is, is go to, uh, uh, go to Whataburger or something and get you one of them Whataburger holes to work up in there. I was like, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know them bitches don't shower. <laughs> Got the whole motherfucker's house smelling like jalapeno cheese, man. Hey, be up here licking water burger toes, you nasty bitch. Exos <laughs> <laughs> is a hell of a drug. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, dude. Man, me and Lynn were just, just deep. She thinks it was wild. Just deep. And then I, I said that. I swear to God. I was like, she's on the phone. Yeah, I'm getting ready to get ready right now. Went to that closet door. It's like, bitch, just because you put on cucumber lotion does not mean we don't smell that burger grease. Went to the bathroom downstairs and then I just hear, I smell uh, the hair. The uh, spray? Nah, the, uh, she's pressing her head. I was like, she added heat to that? Yeah, I was just, wait a minute, so I'm just, she comes in, I'm smoking a joint. <laughs> Bitch, don't wash. <laughs> and she, she, I, like she was expecting me to pass it to her, but I was like, uh-uh. You didn't, you didn't fucking bathe. You just got off of work. This is in my, you know, in my head. Then here comes, uh, what's that fat bitch's name? Oh. Uh, Crystal. Erlacker. <laughs> Erlacho. <laughs> Here she comes. I was like, where are you going? Oh, we're going downtown. Yo, man. And you know what's wild? You know what's wild? Mm. It's some drunk. Because she was, she was what? Early 20s? She had to have been at least 21. Yeah. Some... 19, 20 year old dude ate that out behind the dumpster in the alleyway on 6th Street. <laughs> just, I mean, just <laughs> the thing was, you know, I mean, according to Lynn, she was a dead lay. It wasn't fun. He was all, you can have her. I was like, No, I mean, but she was all about Lynn, and she got pissed off whenever he was 
I can't remember Angel. that girl's an angel. I remember Angel. And I can't remember the other girl. What the fuck? Jessica? Crystal. No, no. Crystal was the fat one. Yeah. No, the, the other girl. Whataburger chick. Something with an A, right? Ashley. There you go. And, uh. Yeah. She got mad because of Angel and shit. And. It's like she ain't, you know. But I was looking at her. She had a the fucking fat. She had a body on her. Yeah, she had a decent body. But, but man, she's a cute girl. Uh, she didn't wash. <laughs> I sat there and I told Lynn. And as soon as we got finished talking about it, I think you were there. Oh, I was there. Because <laughs> I remember when she loved. He was like, Chuck, go smell that closet. I was like, nigga, for what? And I was like, what the? Because that's when she used to keep that blanket in her like bag with her clothes in it and shit. Mm-hmm. That was like, yo. I mean, smell like the grease trap and Waterburger. I'm, I'm this sorry, shit. man. I you know Waterburger clothes now? Yeah, I have to drive by there every day. God damn, I drove past there today. But it's because it went up the street. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. Over by what? That motherfucker was an institution. Tiffany's Street. South Austin. Many of fights. I fell asleep in the drive-thru at that Whataburger once. I went to one of the AA classes, those drug classes, the girl passed out. <laughs> and then uh, drive-thru. Shit, man. When you sitting in that fucking line all that goddamn time. Yeah. I'd be glad that my foot didn't leave the break, <laughs> But what I was getting at is, he was sitting there trying to say for me to get a 17-year-old. And I was like, no. Huh? Yeah. He says, yeah, Jeremy, man, you know, they just they just want to get out of the house away from the mama's house. Huh? Or their roommate. I was like, nah. Nigga, I am not trying to go to jail. <laughs> and it's like, you know, 17, 18, you know, whatever. No. I was like, no. <laughs> Nigga, that is not a whatever. That's not a whatever. Said, Look, man. There's a big difference between 17 and 18. You my, know what that difference is? Jail, my nigga. limit is 21. And even then, I ain't got no business messing with him. Even yeah, if, then. If I can't send you to the liquor store, I don't want to fuck exactly. with you. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. I was like, so I'm just. Yeah, I ain't watching the game. <laughs> he ain't coming over here. He ain't coming. <laughs> I was like, I'm going. Because uh, how, how can you? Be 50 and still want to fuck 17-year-olds? Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean. But, I mean, that's something that I'm, I'm learning. I, I've learned a lot during the pandemic. I've learned a lot during the pandemic. Like, there's a lot of motherfuckers who... Just their thinking is just fucked up. And like, I guess before I never really took the time to notice it. Like I was always like, well, yeah, I meet a lot of fucked up people, but that's because I hang out at two o'clock in the morning. And that's just when fucked up people are out. Like the ratio is off, right? But then when everything shut down, 
and everybody was in the house and niggas started typing what they felt or just saying what they felt and fucking videos and shit, putting the shit up on it. And I was like, oh, it's a bunch of you niggas out here. <laughs> It's a lot of motherfuckers that just don't. No filter. It's not even a filter. Like, like, like this one thing. Like this one thing for me. Like, I don't want to say I don't have a filter because I do. I just don't say anything. Like, I see something, but my filter isn't to change what I would say. Because if I say it, I'm gonna say it the way I say it. But I just don't say anything. I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right. Whatever, that's them. I don't give a shit. I'm just not gonna say anything. But if somebody's like, Chuck, what you think about this? This nigga look like <laughs> that's how it's gonna come out. That's how it always comes out. But it's motherfuckers like it's not about not having a filter. Like I don't look, and it might be because I live in a house with a fucking 19 year old and a 17 year old. It might be that I don't know, but. I can say for a fact that if I know a girl is 17 years old, I'm not like, I want to fuck. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. It's just too young right there. And then and then another thing. Because there's a, a difference between saying a girl is pretty. Yeah. Like, I can look at a 17-year-old girl and be like, that's a pretty girl. She's going to give somebody some problems. Yeah. And just like, go on. But there's another thing to be like, <laughs> Cause that's what these niggas are doing. Like that's what these niggas are doing. They, like, I don't. That's not about not having a filter. It's just the way you think is fucked up. Cause you think that shit's okay as long as nobody catches you. When I was at Seven Eleven, working at Seven Eleven, and uh, got his delivery food, Oscar. Now I thought I was gonna go back and um, just watch, drink some beers, and watch him and his dad work on this. Hot rod or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, he was cruising up and down um, Old Torf that morning. We we're drinking beers. I was like, "What are you? What's up, man?" He said, oh, "Man, look at look at look." I was like, "They going to school, man." He says, "Yeah, look at that." I was like, "Man, you 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 twenty you twenty four. I'm twenty four years old." They're on their way to school. Yeah, that's one thing that I, that's, that's never been a turn on for me is a bitch with a backpack on. Yeah. <laughs> just, and that was the last time I hung out with him. Hey, you can't. Because, <laughs> look, man, it's as simple as this. You can't be in the car when this nigga come to pick, you know, you, you, you know, y'all going somewhere. You in the car, and he in there with a chick, and now you looking at this bitch like, you asking this bitch, like, questions like, you know, when was the last time you watched Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> who's your who's your favorite Smurf? Nah. <laughs> what did you have up for lunch Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was pizza day. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out. I mean, you know. Yeah, man. If I can't, yeah, man. If I can't, like, I, I don't want to fuck with you if you can't go in a store and buy, buy a beer. I definitely don't want to fuck with you if you can't go in a store and buy cigarettes. <laughs> oh, uh, <yeah. laughs> like, 
Like, look, man, you got to be at least 18 to get cigarettes. I don't even want to be in the car with you if you ain't. Nah. Nah. And that, that shit is crazy to me. I don't get it. I don't, like... Because that's something else about, like, that I realized living with a 17-year-old, a 19-year-old. 17, 19-year-old girls are fucking disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I... I that's why one of the things that I was gonna get it. They don't. They don't. They don't do their shit right. No. So yeah, why? Why would you want to fuck with somebody? Don't trashing their bodies. Like the whole insides is just full of fucking energy drinks and takis, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm looking at my daughters. I'm mean, like, bitch, this how you live. <laughs> Eat nothing but snacks. I get it. Like you skinny now, but like when you when you when you see that like 25, 26 year old girl and she all chubbed. See, yeah. See yeah, right. You see she got the sugar. <laughs> Don't work and, on getting the sugar. You look at our high school pictures and she was a dime, but now this bitch a fifty cent piece, <laughs> pimpled out. Just cause all that shit, like you, can, that shit catch up. But you know what I like? I like me a nice, toned up, in shape thirty year old. Like you, you had enough to to you, you went through your whole phase, so you know how to fuck. You've also gotten that whole takis and energy drink phase out. You taking care of your body. You're doing everything that you're supposed. To. Like you, you're, you're an adult. And you look good. like that. That's what I appreciate. Like that's that's what I appreciate. 30, 40s. Now that I'm getting a little older, I'm starting to appreciate like fifty year old women. Cause before I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little ageist. I was like, I, I always liked older girls, but like older than me was like five or six years old. I never really looked at like fifty year old chicks to be like, yeah. But now I see some 50 old chicks and I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hit her, hit her, hit her with that blue chew, throw that hip out. Hey, man, you know, I get orders every other month. And it only costs me $30. God damn. You got a fucking. And I like the fact that it's blue chew. It ain't. Fucking them ridiculous gas station dick pill names. See, <laughs> Thunder Rhino. My, my cousin was telling me to to get get go get those, and I was I never could find them. But because he had like the horny goat weed and all that other bullshit in it, right? Hmm. Yeah. Like I, 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 I appreciate that you. I, I appreciate simple marketing. That's what I appreciate. What? Got a nineteen hundred dollar check. Nice. This has got to be a fucking era. The trees like Monopoly, nigga. It's a big era in your favor. Fuck it. Let's go to the bar.
wish I'd never seen this. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I wish you. I wish. I wish you niggas could see this motherfucker's face. <laughs> It doesn't bother me that I spend all that money at the grocery store now. Hey. That's a good thing. But yeah, man. But but uh but look man, uh it, He's a good guy. But the thing is, you know, he starts talking about let's say for instance, uh start talking about my mask. And I was like, Well, I don't wanna wear it, but I got to wear it whenever I'm on the bus. Mm. So, well, Jeremy, you need, to, um, you need to go ahead and just wear your mask. You don't want them problems. I was like, I just told you I'm going to wear it while I'm at work. My only complaint is it's hot. And then he starts trying to educate me on trying to save my job. If I don't, I was like, I didn't say I didn't want to wear it. I just said I, well, I, I, said don't, I don't like wearing it. Don't like wearing it. Yeah. And then, you know, he starts trying to school me on, uh, uh, you know, women and all this. And I was like, uh, I did tell you about my apartment back in 2004. Oh, he trying to big bro you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, come on, man. So it's just. He trying, he trying to tell you, nigga, I'm your OG. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, no, you don't even know. I mean, you don't, or you're not listening. That's just it. He's not listening to me. You know, and then I'll say something, and then he'll be all over here, and then he's like, well, let me school you on why you shouldn't. And I was like, I told you I wasn't going to mess with this married chick anymore. I already said it's going to be problems if I try to fuck with him. So why, why are you trying to school me when I already told you I'm not going to fuck with him? Well, don't do it, Jeremy. Don't do it. <laughs> so... That's the kind of guy he is, man. Uh, and, uh, I feel you. I mean, I feel you. Well, I mean, everybody got people like that, man. But seventeen. That's. <sighs> See, this that's a that's a holdover from society. Because at one point, that shit was acceptable. Yeah, but and not and not like a long time ago. Like we can sit up here and say that like that's some shit from like the forties, fifties, sixties was probably the last time like you could get away with well, people were starting to frown on in the sixties. Yeah, but like the truth is. You look at culture. I mean, you think about it. In the city we live in, Austin, Texas, was the most famous movie set in Austin, Texas. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Right. Who's the most popular character in that fucking movie? What is he? A pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> And ain't nobody said shit about that. <laughs> One of the most popular horror movies of all time. Nightmare on Elm Street. Stop being about the girl to start being about Freddy. What well, was Freddy? 
Nobody ever talks. Nobody ever talks about Freddie being a fucking pedophile and a child murderer. Except for the last one. Yeah, sort of. Because he's going after the the kid after her her son. But but like yeah, like they talk about it in the first movie because in the first movie it's a horror movie and the movie's about Nancy. Every movie after the first movie is about Freddie. Freddie's the star of all of those movies. He's not the monster anymore. You're rooting for Freddie to kill these motherfuckers. These teenagers. <laughs> you, remember, you remember the scene where the, where the dude was laying on his bed? And then he turned into the, the chick with the titty. Yeah. Like he was trying to fuck Johnny Depp. <laughs> and, and, and Freddie's Revenge, the second one, is one of the gayest movies of all time. It's just him trying to fuck a teenage boy. Uh, you know, I kind of would fuck him, but if I put some titties on him, I'd do it. Yeah, like, put some titties on him. Like, yo, man, look, I can't speak for other countries because I don't live in other countries. I've only lived here. But American culture, we are obsessed with fucking kids. Don't say we. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about the general society. Like, all the models. Wait, what do they call an old model? A model is old when she's like 25 now. Okay. Right? Like, like oh my God. I don't even want to get into fucking porn. I, I can't. It's getting to the point where you're going to porn. You don't even want to look at the titles no more. And then they like, milf porn. This bitch is 23. <laughs> See, you made me put you put an image in my head. Well, yeah, like it's crazy. You know how you you, you got one thing and then it switches to another real quick. Yeah. Well, I was on my cousin's page, mm-hmm. and the girl was doing something, you know. And then it switched. Two dudes. And now this is what got me. When he pulled his fist out, some some something came out on oh shit. Mm-hmm. Something came out with it, and he's fucking with it. And I was just I threw my phone down, man. If I didn't have that fucking that, that case on it, it, I probably would have broken. It, it, it was like a, came out this far, it was like a fucking cone. And the guy's just. <laughs> I'm at work. Wait, watching porn. I wasn't watching porn. <laughs> I told you, dude, it, it was. Uh, oh, your cousin's page. And it, it was like, I forget what the girl was doing. I was like, what the fuck? And then it switched. I was like, oh. <laughs> Man, I, I, dude, that should be happening to me. I'll be scrolling through fucking Twitter or something at work. You scroll, you'd be like, oh, hey, man. Looking around, like, what the fuck is behind me? And you know, I, I used to send you, I thought I'd send you like, hey, warnings before I sent you stuff. I guess I didn't. <laughs> It's like whenever uh, that, that Filipino was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But you were sitting next to Erica, weren't you? Yeah. Sick. I didn't send you a warning? No. My bad. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is, man. That's like, look, man. Um, quarantine's taught me a lot. Uh, it's a lot of wild niggas out here. Uh, chicks is getting their sex worker thing off. It just is what it is. Sex what? Sex worker. I, I guess you don't call them prostitutes no more. They like to be called sex workers. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, like the OnlyFans things. Yeah, OnlyFans. What the fuck is OnlyFans? What is that? You uh, just look at. Well, what is it? So chicks upload videos. They go live. It's basically social media with a paywall. Right, so you subscribe to this chick. Say she, some chicks is like five dollars a month. Some chicks are like thirty dollars a month. They upload exclusive pictures and like videos. They'll custom make a video for you. You know, diddling themselves or That's doing whatever it. they do. Yeah, yeah. And that that fucking uh, catch me outside bitch is doing that shit. Yeah, she turned eighteen and opened one and and made a million, or one point eight million dollars and. 30 hours? Niggas is th- niggas been waiting for her to turn 18. There was a, a countdown clock on the internet when that bitch turned 18. <laughs> Look. I said it before. I know she's 15. But she had some big titties. Yes. 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 Like, that's yeah. not me being perfect. That's yeah. just me making an observation. Like, she she was developed. Like it's a cruel way to say it, but she, she had big titties. But like motherfuckers, like when she was making rap videos, she was on Instagram. Niggas was like uh, uh, editing the pictures to try to make a shirt see through, trying to do all kind of wild shit. And I was like, fam, you know how many girls there are better looking girls. Mm-hmm. There are that get naked on the internet. Every day, all day. I don't know what it is about niggas wanting to see like beat this girl. Like they get obsessed with that shit. Like, fam, like titty, like yeah, I, I know we all we want to see every titty. I get it. I get it. I understand. Why are you so pressed? Why are you looking? Stalking, cyber stalking some 15 year old girl, 16 year old girl page to try to get a glance at a nipple. My nigga, you are 27 years <laughs> Go to the strip club, throw you a couple dollars, alright? Go to the bar, buy a girl a couple drinks, have a conversation. Porn's free. P- porn is extra free. Porn, porn's so free. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Like I look at it, but you know what it is? It's because porn, like looking at porn for us when we was young, it wasn't necessarily the porn. A lot of times it was the adventure because you got to steal it. <laughs> like sometimes you find it in the weirdest places. You be at your uncle house, nigga, all churched up, and then you find this one tape with no fucking, with no labels. You put that shit in, and there's a Filipino bitch 
pissing on somebody's head. <laughs> the fuck you watching? <laughs> He was uh, separated from my aunt. He lived on Pleasant Valley. Those apartments mm-hmm. by Elmont, behind that uh, pay, uh, corner store. Mm-hmm. And um, so me and some, two of the guys we were working with were moving the stuff back to the condo. And uh, so he had this furniture that he made or whatever, you know. So I took the back off and they loaded it up. And then I went to lift up the seat to see if there's anything in it. And he had all these pornos in there. And it was me lifting it up, his two friends. And I looked up. Sup, William? Oh, uh, hey, you know, you, you know, you do things whenever I say, like, nigga, no wonder your fucking right arm so goddamn strong. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, I was like, motherfucker, dude. You know we're moving. That that stash would have been the first thing gone. Days before, in the trash. You know, moving back to where my wife's at? Yeah. That's in the trash. Yeah. Man, Luke. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, too, since we're on that, that right there. See, I moved in with the, in the condo with them and everything, right? I was dating this chick at uh, Paula when I worked at iMasters. And uh, she came over that day. Now, before she came over, I swear to God, I went upstairs and I looked in the bedroom to my cousin's room. I went outside and I walked around the, the, the complex. I didn't see nobody's car at all. So I got a sheet, put it on the on the couch, and I, I fucked her on the couch. Hmm. I took that sheet and I put it in the bottom of my, my clothes in the hamper. That Saturday. I didn't have my contacts and glasses and I went to the bathroom. There was a, a stepladder by the bathroom upstairs. Mm-hmm. There's something on, something on it. And, you know, when I took a piss, I was like, Is that my fucking sheet? <laughs> no, it ain't that sheet. And I was just sitting there, I was like, and I got finished, it's like, when I snatched it, <laughs> damn, there's a hair. It's a stain. I was like, dug through your dirty clothes to pull out the pussy sheet. Yeah. I was like, oh. But then nobody said nothing. That sick ass nigga did this. But nobody said nothing. And I was just sitting there. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't come home, I think, like three days. I took a shower and I left. Because I didn't want to. But they didn't say nothing. But the, the whole time I was like. Why are you going to dig through my dirty hamper? Just to pull that sheet out. And how did they know? That's what... Yeah. But, but nobody said nothing. To this day. I'm waiting for somebody to say something every time I go over to his house. After uh, he's telling me what I'm supposed to be doing and all this stuff. I'm just... 
like, don't talk about marijuana no more. If you knew how many times to come over to this place, I, hi. Not that place, but been around them, you know, stone. And they were always, and if, you, and if you're smoking marijuana, you don't know what you're going to be doing. It's like, <laughs> I'm right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's motherfuckers who've never, who's even, who, who've never smoked, never really been around anybody who smoked, like. Propaganda. Yeah. But, you know, the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I, I drift-wooded that way, but that porno and then my uncle trying to justify why he had yeah, I mean that's 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 basically where people's shitty fucking thinking and bad ideas come from. It's because it's shit they they want to do. So they it's shit that they want to do and deny themselves. So they want to make everybody else deny themselves that pleasure, and they come up with bad ideas about the shit or it's shit that they want to do and they too pussy to do. So they like it's all about them justifying their choice to to do or not do something. So every time like they, they want to fuck 17 year olds so what do they try to do? They try to get you to fuck 17 year olds because you're like, oh, that's not my shit. Um, you know, like, look man you don't have to justify your shit to me. It's just some shit you're going to do that I'm not going to fucking, I don't I don't, I don't rock with. I don't do that shit. And I can't be around a motherfucker who do that shit. Well, no, no, it ain't like, like no, nigga, it is like that. You, you fuck 16 year olds. <laughs> you know, back to you know our porn, the porn that we, we had growing up. Yeah. Now you remember the porno mags? Yeah. And they 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 had the you can order porn. Fuck yeah. In the back, and it was that fucking weird shit like a woman with three titties. Yeah. And then they had the the woman with the dick, but it was a fake dick. Yeah. What the fuck was going on back then? I ain't never seen none of that shit. But what the fuck were they? Just motherfuckers like oddities, Just man. weird. Motherfuckers like oddities. The same reason why they have freak shows. Snake-headed boy, the fucking bearded lady, strong. Like, all of that shit's all come from the same shit, man. And, and, and It's not and even that, necessarily about sex. It's about just shit being weird. It's like they were prepping for trannies to, to be coming around. That look, man. Like that, the chick with a dick. How many chick with a dick thing, but they're all fake dicks. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it was a there was a dick right up up top, but you can st- still have a yeah. pussy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean that's not new. I mean that was whenever we were growing up. Yeah, I mean that that shit's been important since forever. This, but I, I just remember it whenever I was, you know. No, I remember. What the fuck? I remember the first time I picked up a penthouse and seen a bitch pissing. I was like, wait, what? They showing that? <laughs> And then you start getting in the fucking, you start getting in the weirder and weirder fucking magazines, jugs, pink, <laughs> cherry. Yeah, I think cherry was the slutty one. Damn man, yeah, the fucking first time you see a fucking like a pussy hole, like I didn't, I like that was the first time I saw, like the first time I saw a pussy hole, I was like, yo, what the. When I first saw the fish pussy look like predator mouth. <laughs> when I saw the like the, the the fucking picture, yeah, I didn't know what was what. I was I was six seven. Yeah, and I really didn't know why I was looking at it. You know, just thinking about why was I looking at it back then? 
but it was because my brothers were looking at it. But I stole one of my my uncles when I was living in North Carolina. I stole one of his magazines, and I went home. I put it up in the Raptor in the basement. My dumbass. Ma calls me in there in the living room. What you do when you got home? Nothing. All I did was I got home, went went to the basement, washed some clothes, and that was it. Really. And she pulls out the magazine. I was like, shit. Well, I can't. Slate's gonna be losing this one. Cause she had the fire going. Yeah. I already knew what was next. She's gonna you know, watch me tear everyone up, tear these my pages out. I'm gonna burn them. All right. Should have pulled your dick out. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Slow. I want to hear the paper. <laughs> I need a paper tear. Sick. Yeah, man. Oh, did you, was it not Muddy Waters? Uh, blues player died on the 21st. I can't think of his fucking name. Yeah. It's not Muddy Waters. Is it Muddy Waters? Nah, Muddy. I think Muddy been dead for a while. Cause uh, I kept missing him at when he when he played in Austin. John Lee Hooker. Oh yeah. Shit. R.B. to John Lee Hooker. Shit. But yeah, man, it's. Yeah, it's a wild fucking world. What's what's Erica say, say about um, them taking. not wanting to teach. Uh, don't want the kids to learn about slavery. Or uh, taking slavery, whatever, out of the. So, they're not taking slavery out, per se. But the good thing. With the, uh, with the actual law or executive or whatever the fuck, bill that got passed and signed, was that you can't, like, you can teach that slavery happened, but you have to give equal weight to the arguments for and against slavery. You also are not allowed to teach anything that makes uh, basically one kid feel guilty about, you know, them being white. So like you can't emphasize like you can't you can teach people about slavery but you're not supposed to emphasize who really benefited or may continue to benefit and who 
got hurt and may continue to hurt. But if you're a good teacher, that child's not going to feel bad. It's not even about that. It's what happened. Like, like, I can't do something to you or do something to people. The fuck is up there? I don't know. That's up there. I'm listening. Like, I can't do something to you and and then when you tell people about it, be like, well, you can't tell people about what I did because it makes me feel bad. Well, yeah, nigga, if you was going to feel bad about it, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I mean, that's, I don't know. It's not about people feeling bad. Like, for me, it's not about that. It's just about what happened. Like, it either happened or it didn't. It doesn't make a difference about how, you know, it makes motherfuckers feel. Like, that shit happened. So, in other words, we can't. they can't teach anything that's going to trigger something with the kids. Trigger. Yeah, basically. You know, oh, well, it's going to, you know, make the white students feel guilty. Or whatever. Like, uh, so? <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, that's, that's the way I look at it. Because, like, people are like, well, and I think it's because we've gotten to the point to where motherfuckers, like, think that there's some sort of power in having being able to say you were the victim of something and you keep hearing people like, well, you know, everybody just wants to wallow and they just want to be victims. Like, no, nobody wants to wallow and be fucking victims. This shit needs to be fixed. Like, that's all, that's all it is. It's just like motherfuckers who, who bitch about like, and I get it. Nobody really likes feminists. Like, I get it. I understand that. Because not even necessarily the messaging is the messenger. Like, it's just, it's, sometimes it's just too abrasive. It's just too, for, for a lot of people's like, right? But there's a reason why they think like that. So if you want to get rid of feminists, you don't bitch at them. You just get rid of the reason why. But they're like, well, it makes me feel bad about being a man because this and that, da 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 da. Like, no. Just stop being a dick. <laughs> this is really all it, like, when you break it down, that's really all they're asking for is if I do the same work, I should get the same pay. Yeah. I should be able to walk home at night and not have you rape me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like, that's not unreasonable. Just like I don't think. Black people saying, yeah, you set up a system in this country that automatically puts us at a disadvantage. That system shouldn't exist anymore. Well, you just want to be a victim. You want like, no. I want to have the same opportunity as everybody else in this fucking country and not have my skin color, which I have no control over.
not be a hindrance in any way to me moving forward in the future. And then they and then what that thing is is what are so many black people who succeeded? Look at LeBron James, look at Michael Jordan. Like those are once in a generation athletes. Like there's a motherfucker whose dad started a plumbing business in the 30s whose grandson makes as much as Michael Jordan made his entire career. And he's not the greatest fucking plumber in the world. Like it was just inherited wealth that built up and built up, built, built up over time. Like he didn't have to be a once in a generation anything to get the same level of you understand well, what I'm saying? It's, yeah, but you know, but they don't they don't get the fact that uh, it's like a black quarterback. Yeah, they have to be on point. The they whole have to damn be the best fucking quarterback in the world. Yeah, if not, they're out of a job. Yeah, because look at Case Keenum. Case Keenan had a job in the NFL for 13 years. That nigga was never a great quarterback. <laughs> no, it, it, how, many, how many fucking mid-level white dudes? Fucking Jason, what's his name? Jason Fitzpatrick or whatever. Yeah. The motherfucker, like, fam, come on. Jimmy Garoppolo. Matt Castle. Derek Carr. Like, I can yeah. name a million. Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Mediocre quarterback won Super four Super Bowl. Cause like you hear people talk about players with four Super Bowl wins, quarterbacks with four Super Bowl rings, and they always bring up Terry Bradshaw because he did win four Super Bowl rings. What do you never hear motherfuckers talk about about with Terry Bradshaw? How well he passed the ball. I've never heard anybody be like, man, you know who had a great fucking arm, Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it. But fucking Warren Moon, everybody, great passer, fucking cannon for an arm, great spiral, could scramble, could do everything. Nigga had to go to Canada for fucking six years before he got a job in the NFL because he was a nigga. <laughs> but people don't, they, they don't see that. Yeah, like that's... They, they don't want to talk about uh, how the people, the black people were treated in the military. Yeah, they got hung because they were in their fucking uniform. Yeah. So, I mean, like, look, and that's that's what I'm saying. It was like, people are like, well, it's going to make, you know, we don't want to raise. First Black Wall Street. What did they do with that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a fucking HBO show for the country to learn about that in, in, in a large part. So, I mean, look. Look, people, what they're, what they're scared of. And, and it basically comes down to, because to, to, like people are like, well, it's ignorance and it's fear and it's not all of us. No, it's just laziness. Because if they open the playing field, they're scared there's not going to be enough left for them. Like there's going to be more competition and they're scared they're not going to be able to win out because for the longest time they've been able to be mediocre and be okay. Like black people aren't fighting to be treated better. Like, that's the problem is that you know, black people always like, my mom always told me, you know, you got to be twice as good to get half the respect. So to get the same respect, that means you got to be four times better or eight times better than a motherfucker, right? All black people are saying like, yo, why can't we just be mediocre like y'all and have a good life? Yeah. Because like nobody, nobody shits on us. Like, 
when when a poor white kid um, is trying to make it, like they don't look at Tom, like they look at Tom Brady as I want to be that because I want to be the best in the world, right? But when they want to just live their life, they're like, yeah, I want to be like Uncle Sal. He worked a good union job. He had a house. He took care of my nana. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's all. Like, they're not, there's nothing special about that. Like, that's just crazy to me. That's just crazy to me. Like, because, yeah, I used to have these fucking arguments all the time when I was in, when I was in school. Because white kids would, like, say stupid shit. Or teachers would say something stupid. And I'd be like, yo, like, y'all don't really understand. Like, nobody's, like, nobody was ever going to deny Michael Jordan. He's the greatest fucking basketball player who stepped on the fucking court. Like, people are like, well, Jackie Robinson, they let Jackie Robinson. Yeah, Jackie Robinson one of the greatest fucking baseball players of all time. But he had to be. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is they want, like, they, they think, oh, well, we're going to poach the best and pull them in, and we're going to take pictures with them and be like, see, equality. Like, no, he's the greatest in the world. What about this regular nigga over here? <laughs> like, like, of course, the greatest in the world, Jesse Owens, fastest nigga on earth at the time. They propped him up, waved the American flag, nigga showed up at his own celebration, then they wouldn't let him in the front door of the fucking hotel. <laughs> Cause when he came back, nigga, you ain't running. You ain't like, you don't give yeah. a fuck. You just another nigga now. So I don't know what the fuck they. I, I don't know. I don't know how they expect us to feel about them feeling bad. I don't. I don't feel bad. Like, look, if your kids feel bad for an hour because they learned some real history, so fucking be it. You know how bad we feel when we find out when we find out niggas got whipped. Yeah. Beat. How you think? How you think Emmett Till's family felt when they found this nigga at the bottom of the river, beat, shot, burned like he was fucking Rasputin, swollen. Yeah. Why not? Oh, we're gonna feel. Well, I, my son might might feel guilty. Okay. <laughs> as long as he don't turn out to be like a racist piece of shit like his grandfather. Yeah. Okay. Cause uh, I was uh, Waltons. That dude that was in um, different strokes. The oldest, oldest boy. Yeah. He was in the Waltons. Mm-hmm. Teacher. Top Bridges. Yeah. Asked him, "What do you hate about yourself?" And he's like, "Well, I hate being a nigger." And then it went to the next scene. It's like, "Well, I didn't mean anything. You know, it's true. You know." Uh, my dad would have been alive today if he wanted a nigga. You know? Uh, he's like, well, can I ask you something? He's like, well, yeah. He says, well, wouldn't you like to live to be 100? And he's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's, we all would, but, you know, that probably wouldn't happen. And he's like, well, would you rather be white and, be, and live up to 50 or be black? And live to be a hundred. And that dude, but I can't remember his name, but he just, he just dropped his head, shook it, and just he walked out 
Just left. Walked out yeah. the room. Couldn't answer. Yeah, because we don't know the fucking answer. Yeah. Like, I look, man. Look, man, my dad came down here. And and we talked. And this nigga was telling me about what Mississippi was like when he was young. My dad seen five crosses burned. Before he was like 13. <laughs> like his his dad worked for a fucking Klansman. Doing what? Oh, fucking handyman shit. It's it's a small town. White people lived on one side of the church, black people lived on my 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 grandma took me in laundry. She was a maid. She did all kind of shit. She cooked. And it's fucking Mississippi in the 50s. There were Klansmen everywhere. If you worked for a white person, it was probably a Klansman. Because, like, this is, so this, this is the thing that I, and it took me a while to realize this. We have gotten so far away from the truth that we teach like segregation and integration, right? But the truth is, ever since anybody else came here, there's always been integration. White people came here from Europe, whether it was in uh, the was it ten twenty five or whatever when Eric the Red came over and landed on the coast of the upper coast of uh, the upper east coast. And they met with the natives. There was integration. The couple months they was here before they decided to go back because they didn't like it here. No, fuck that. The Indians fucked them up. No, they did. They did. But well, they, they didn't also like didn't it. like it. They got it. fucked up. No, they got fucked up. But they were here for a couple months. And they left. And they never came back. It's not like they came back to be like, oh, we want to go to war to take over this land. Because that wasn't what Vikings did. Vikings came in, stole shit, and left and took it back home. Because that's what they did to England for thousands of years. Sailed down, raped and pillaged for a couple months, took some shit, grabbed some bitches, went back to Norway or Finland, wherever the fuck they were from. And they did it every year for a couple hundred years. Right? They came over here, they got in fights, but they had pretty much open country up in Canada and some other places. Where they were here and they just didn't like it. Because they were seafaring people. They didn't want to live on land. They didn't farm. They didn't do any of that other shit. Uh, I was told that they got the ashes kicked out. They won't because they didn't like it. Okay. I was told that they... It's the same reason why they have Greenland and Iceland. It's all the same people. I understand what you're saying, Jerm. I'm not saying that what you're saying ain't true. I'm saying there was a lot of land and they were coming back and forth and they never came back here because they just weren't... In, like, they didn't farm. That's why they stole everything. They stole everything. They were some raping and pillaging motherfuckers. They came here. They got, into, they got into it with the natives. The natives weren't having it. But they could have stayed in other areas in America, and they didn't. That's my point. 
right? Then you get the fucking British and all these other people, people from Portugal and Spain and shit coming over here in the Caribbean and shit. And they took over Puerto Rico, they took over Cuba, they took over Hispaniola, whatever the fuck it was called before they renamed it. They took, you know, all that shit, right? Colonized the whole eastern seaboard, started bringing niggas over in 1619. That's integrated society. We were all living together. It's just they were in control. And what they call integration (laughs) is not us living together because we always lived together. It's them being like, oh, y'all get to walk around without leashes. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Don't look at me in my eye, nigga. Yeah. Their idea of integration, or their their idea of a society is, we can all live together, but I run shit. And anything other than that is considered, like, some sort of prize or some sort of progress. It's not fucking progress. You're a piece of shit. Well, that's why why I I still don't think um, voting mounted up the shit. I just think they said it just so people shut up. Says, well, yeah, just let let them think they're doing something. Just let them vote. But we all know that vote ain't going to count. Well, honestly, I I can counter that. With, we don't live in a direct democracy, so your vote is not direct action. Your vote is the elected representative. Right. So the idea behind it is you vote for better people, you get a better result. That's the idea. Okay. The reality of it is. is where they rig it is not in the voting it's in the people who get to run regular people don't get to run no regular person can afford it anymore so where the voting comes in where the the thing where they people talk about the illusion of control is not in them voting for a thing the illusion comes in with how can i put this with society controlling who's in charge like so like if all of us are here right Mm -hmm. and everybody's like if if there's 30 people in the room and we're like we're gonna get pizza and everybody says well what kind of pizza pepperoni sausage this and that that's everybody it's the same thing as a voting system right but what if half of the people like I'm a fucking pizza. Get some wings. <laughs> like that's that's basically what it comes into is the voting is to be like to kind of gauge where people want to go and how far you know how little can we give these people and keep the rest for ourselves. That's the control. Like you have to have a gauge of how because if if it gets down to the point to where like. We're in the room and they like, well, we want pizza. And instead of 15 people out of the 31 wings, 25 out of the 31 wings, then the five people are like, 
Well, we're in charge, and we getting pizza. What's going to happen? 25 people will be like, fuck y'all. But if they can get a gauge on it, and be like, all right, well, how about this? We want pizza. Y'all want wings. So we'll get 50 wings for those 25 pizza people, and then we'll get two pizzas for us. Now, some stupid motherfucker would take that deal, not realizing that everybody's only going to get two wings, but these two motherfuckers are going to get fat eating a whole pizza to themselves. Like, you understand what I'm trying to say? Is The system's not, like, it's not, the problem's not the voting. The problem's people. The people are fucking stupid. Motherfuckers will take that deal every time because they're like, well, I'm getting what I want. Okay. You say that. But when you hungry, and motherfuckers, and, and you looking at, you know, who's supposed to be in charge, like, man, nigga, you kind of allowed it. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, we, we do fucked up shit. We do fucked up shit. We don't think about, we don't think shit through as a society. That's what shit gets fucked up. And there are no good people. Like, that's, that's something else I've learned in fucking... Politics. But not even in politics, just in general. True. 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 And True. The, like people act like the politicians are separate from us they're not they come from the same society we live in it's the same fucking people there just aren't many good people cause like yeah you know people are like oh well this politician is bad like no nigga you bad as much as motherfuckers like as fucked up as Trump is, 80, 75 million people voted for him. That's half the fuck, that's uh, almost half, uh, no, it's almost a third of the adult population of the country. <laughs> and it can still run in three years. If uh, nothing yeah. goes sour for him. Yeah. And he'll get, he'll still get seventy five million votes. And he's in these seventy five. Yeah. Damn, so he'll be damn near almost 80? eighty. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's what I'm saying. It's like that's the reason why, like the 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 best thing I did because I realized something was that social media is all about engagement. So they push the shit that you click on or that you hit. Like, they push that towards you. Or, like, if your friends, like, offer up an opinion or whatever, and they push that towards you mm-hmm. because they know you're more likely to react to it. So after a while, I just shut all the notifications off on Facebook. My Facebook does not notify me of anything. Ever. Right? So I notice when I go on there, now that they don't have anything to gauge what I might interact with, it's just timeline. So if you said some shit, you know, two days ago, I probably won't see it. It's been the best fucking thing I've done because now all my fucking friends or relatives or whoever's stupid fucking opinions that early, I'd be like, no, that shit's not right. That's not real. 
that I would engage with, I don't ever see it anymore. It's been the best fucking thing that I've done. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I realize, like, people are just like, no, people are just fucked up. Like, I used to think, oh, it's the system. It's not the system. It's people. Every fucking thing that you look at that's fucked up just breaks down to people. It's just people that are just fucked up. There's not, there's no magic thing. And, and like, yeah, if people were better, voting could probably fix it. But the problem's not voting, the problem's not the system, the problem's not money, the problem's not any of that shit. It's just people. Like, there's always been enough money. We never, like, be like, well, if we're too broke to fight this war. You know, your favorite bar might go down, but you know it never goes away? Bars. The pandemic, they saw more liquor during the pandemic than... Cause liquor, liquor stores never closed. It's true. They're the only ones that didn't get affected. Yeah. So, it comes down to people and their fucking priorities. Like, and, and you know, people are like, oh, we, we want to get rid of the homelessness. And we're like, well, we could, you know, do social programs. We could get them off the street. We could open rehab centers. We could do all this other shit. What do people decide to do? No, just throw the motherfuckers in jail. <laughs> so, you know, that's my... Because they don't want to pay for all that. But you end up paying for it anyway. True. I saw a sign out there on Riverside, we don't want handcuffs, we want houses. Mm -hmm. They give the homeless a house. I'm going to be pissed. Why? You don't give a homeless person a house. I mean, not like a fucking three and two starter home. But yeah, put them somewhere where they can fucking stay and possibly get their life back on track. Cause I mean, that's all Section Eight house. That's all Section Eight apartment is. But they still would have to pay. Yeah. Something. Most of that shit is gonna be you gonna have to pay something. Like that's the problem. It's just like uh, just like I believe that there should be a base level of internet. You should treat internet like phone. Right. Cause you can't look, you can't, basically can't look for a job anymore without without the internet. There's very few places outside of fast food where you can walk in and fill out an application for a place. True. And that's that's. Ridiculous. You want people to get fucking jobs? They don't have a phone and they don't have internet in their home. That's eliminating sixty percent of the fucking jobs that they that they could possibly apply for. Yeah. If you broke and the fucking the paper with the classified ads cost what two bucks, are you gonna buy fucking twenty packs of noodles that you can feed yourself and your kids possibly with, or are you gonna buy fucking newspaper that might have fucking week old job information in it? But still, it's gonna tell you to go online. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is yeah. that there should be a base level of, no, motherfuckers, I have to pay for internet. Well, yeah, motherfucker, but you want to fix the problem, though, right? <laughs> like, that's my whole point. Yeah. 
Yeah. You could use a library. I mean, if you really want to hustle, yeah. Yeah. What if you don't live near one? What if you don't have a car in Texas? You got a bus. But you need money. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's $2 for a day pass. I don't know if it went up. But see, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. It's like people are making these decisions. And if you're making that decision on margin, are you going to buy a bus pass or are you going to buy food? Hold on. Which I found out uh, last week that Metro or MTM or whatever, whoever I work for, had been transiting the homeless. Yeah. For free. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like. So they can get around for free. Yeah. They don't have to bypass like everybody else or tickets. Yeah. And they did the same thing in Hawaii when they let all the people out of the mental hospitals because they didn't want them dying on the street from exposure. So they gave them all the ability to ride the bus for free to use the air conditioning because it kept them out of the stores. It kept them out of the mall. So motherfuckers would ride the bus all day. Like, this is what I'm saying. It's like everybody wants these band-aid solutions thinking that shit's going to work. But at some point, you just have to fix the fucking problem. So is your priority on fixing the problem? Or? Well, they had the, uh, they were going to get those hotels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was, I guess, in a white area, rich area. Mm-hmm. It's in North Austin. And then there people were protesting against Right. It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, we don't want the homeless and it's making downtown, it's making the city look bad. It's doing this. Okay, well, we're going to put them here. And the reason why they picked that place is because there were a lot of city service buildings nearby. So the city service people could either go to them in the hotel or they could go to the city service building and walk and make it easier. But the people who live in that area, like, well, we don't want them here. <laughs> so that's my that's my point. Is everybody wants like what they want, but nobody wants to like if they have to give up anything for it, or if they have to be mildly inconvenienced, or if it just seems like it's not fair to them specifically, they don't want to do it. There's a billion other things that I could talk about. Like the whole fucking. Uh, cannabis legalization thing. Until somebody figured out a way to make money off of it, in a real way, you didn't start seeing these states. And now it's been the right thing to do forever, but you don't see them doing it. Why? Because somebody's gonna lose money. Exactly. They can make money, but somebody's, somebody's gonna, gonna that's making more money. Right. You talking prison unions? You talking? Tobacco prison use because if they have to let all those people out because marijuana is legal, there's some prisons that 50 60 percent of the people in the fucking jail are they on marijuana convictions, cancer, yeah, seizures. There's a ton of things like, but that's always been true, and motherfuckers have known. But there's people like, yo, we make a lot of money off of this. You know, where's that? Where, where's our little taste gonna come from? There's a quick fix to the lung cancer, which they don't want to, is stop, stop making cigarettes. Yeah. But people have the choice to do what they want to do. Right. So, well, we don't want cancer anymore, so we're gonna stop production. 
So, I mean, that's, that's the thing is somebody somebody has to give something up, and nobody wants to give anything. Like that's that's always been the problem, and that's why I say like, yeah, like if we lived in a better society with better people, then people would make better decisions, and voting would matter more. But we don't. Like, it's just, like, look, man, like, it's just like all these people, like, how, how long were conservatives and, like, all these right-wing people running around? Yo, fuck your feelings. Facts are facts, and these are the facts, and blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as black people are like, all right, well, we're going to start teaching about what happened really in slavery. Well, no, it's going to make us feel bad. Like, you just said fuck your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so which is it? Like, motherfuckers running around calling hippies snowflakes for fucking the last, like, six years. But then when they get when when something offends them, did you see? So did you see? Okay, uh, I forget. Listen, I'm, uh, let's say Costco. It's not Costco. They wanted to have a dinner for Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. The menu, chicken. Watermelon, collard greens, mm-hmm. <laughs> even the sweet potato, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, nigga food. Uh, uh, Sorry, what white people call it Southern, Southern cuisine. <laughs> so, Southern comfort food. I mean, how good is the chicken? That's what, that's what popped in my head. Yeah, who cooking? Yeah. And it's like, I get it. And I get the whole thing about the watermelon and what they did back in the day. But still, it's like, who's making the chicken? That's what, that was the first thing that popped in my head. But then, can you really get upset? Because the, the employees decided not to go to work that day. Well, see, that that's day. the thing. Is that it's, it's a fine line between celebration and commemoration and and lifting up something right <laughs> and mockery I, I mean I don't get me wrong I get it and that's the that's the problem is like because that shit all comes down to to, to trust right like I always tell people you know I can call my brother a bitch. You can't call my brother a bitch. Because me and him grew up together. And we had that trust. So even when I'm mad at him and I cuss him out, he knows deep down, you know, how I feel and, and my intention. Like, when I get mad at him and I cuss him out or whatever, it's, I'm not really trying to harm him in a way. Like, I'm like, yo, you being a bitch right now, you need to chill, right? As opposed to when somebody else says it, it seems more like a threat. That's the reason why black people can call each other nigga and white people can't. Like, there's a level of trust. There's just a level of, we know what we've been through. And we got more of a sense of what that word means to each other. And, like, it's just... I trust your intentions more than I trust this strange white man. 
that's just what it is. And but like that, until that, people, but that word got changed. It didn't get changed. Though. I mean, it, 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 I mean, as as far as the use uses between black people. It yeah, I say I say I say, shit. It grew into more than what it was before. Yeah, but. At its heart, it's still a fucking insult. It is, it is, it is. But, but I'm not saying it's still right. And, and and then when um white people were complaining, and then it's like, first off, why do you want to say it so bad? Yeah, why do you want to say it? Second, all right. When you do say it, you don't even hear how black people are saying it. You th- it's a, you got that hard R every single time. It's that hard R. Yeah. But y'all are saying this is no. You're not hearing what I'm saying. You don't like, and and that's the thing. It's like, in general, there's just not that level of trust. Like, we don't trust. Yeah. And, and like, that's just what it is. So, I mean, look, man, they. Well, yeah, he's saying nigger, but I'm going to say nigger. Yeah, like it's just yeah, it's it's fuck it's fucking bullshit. Like I, it just makes me upset. And then there, then there's the whole I I don't know. I I don't know what the fuck is wrong with motherfuckers. Cause like I I, I talk a lot about the shit that other races or, or what other people do and shit. But some of these niggas out here. Um. Robert Griffin III, RG3, used to be the quarterback of the Redskins, now known as the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Baylor, mm-hmm. and uh, as they do, married a white girl, divorced that white girl, married another white girl. <laughs> so this nigga posts a picture of his wife working out, or a video of his wife working out. And she's doing some weird squat exercise with a barbell where she's like bouncing up and down. And he's like, he put the caption, uh, but you married a white girl. And I guess he was trying to like show off like how fat her ass is. First of all, it was not, it's fool's gold. Um, (laughs) She's wearing them workout pants with it. You got the slit. Yeah. the thing where it holds the individual cheeks yeah. or whatever. Plus, she's bent out with her ass poking out to it, yeah. the camera and shit. Well, we all know the fuck with that and one. I'm like, yo, man. Um, and everybody was like, what What the fuck sparked this? Like, fam, I get it, man. Like, I, I know he gets a lot of shit for being a, a famous athlete, doing the cliche thing, marrying a white girl or whatever. But people got to look at, one, he went to Baylor. Um, there's not a whole lot of black girls up there. It's not like he went to fucking Howard and found the one white girl in D.C. <laughs> like, two, um, as a dude who's married to a woman that is not black, like, stop comparing people to black women. Like, you just because you married somebody else, you don't have to get all defensive About motherfuckers saying shit. If I do, which I don't think I will, but if I do marry a white woman, 
I hope I find that white woman. What I'm getting at is I miss the 70s white woman. Remember how thick they used to be? Thick-ass white women. Yeah, there's still somebody here, but... I mean, they they might have a little whatever, but it won't bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I miss that white woman. I miss it. Well, I, that I is not it. that is not Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin the Thirds. I didn't see that white bitch, woman, but I, I was just thinking about it because I was. I think I was talking about it at work, and people looked at me. I was crazy. No, I was yeah. like, man, man, fuck you, dude. The seventies white woman was was was. But see, this is the thing, though. Is shit. that if she's a pretty girl, she's a pretty girl. She's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful girl. She got a body. She got a body. And like, this is the thing. It's Robert Griffin the girl. Robert Griffin. I don't know why I keep saying his whole name. RG three girl. RG three's girl. Come glass ankles. It's not bad. Okay. She's she got a pretty face. She got a decent body. She ain't got no ass. And that's fine. Dated Japanese girl for a year. She old ass. <laughs> so, I mean, look, man. You like who you like, and you don't have to fucking defend your choice. Like, look, man, I get it. You're going you gonna to take some shit from being an athlete and dating a white girl, just like any other black dude is going to take some shit from the community for dating like, outside of race. That's just how it is. But what you don't do in response is start shitting on black women. True. True, 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 true. Like, if you feel the need to defend your choices on the internet against people you don't know, yeah. have at it, nigga. Like, I, you know, you're not going to win, and it's stupid because you don't know any of these fucking people. So like, if you just want to... Yeah, if you just want to say, hey, my wife got a nice ass, <laughs> then just say that. But you don't have to, like, bring any of that other shit into it. That shit is just stupid and it's fucking childish. It's just as stupid and childish as motherfuckers being like, well, if you married to somebody outside of that's not black, then you don't like black people. Like, okay. So I married this girl, but somehow I don't love my mom, my sister, my aunts, my uncles, my children, my like my grandparents. Somehow there's one person that I happen to care for that's not black negates the entirety of the fucking rest of the time. I like you see how stupid that sounds. You know, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I I didn't get that much play from the black black girls that I went to high school with or grew up with. Oh, well, when I got to high school, because of the the schools I went to. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is people don't realize like motherfuckers like didn't give me a chance. It's not even about that. It, the thing that cracks me up is people act like we all live two blocks from each other. Like, we're all in proximity. Like, the reason why I dated a Japanese girl when I was in Hawaii is because Hawaii's full of Japanese people. Mm -hmm. I dated a Japanese girl. I dated a couple of native Hawaiian girls. I tried to date this Filipino girl. You know, that's what was available. Came back here, met a couple of black girls, met a lot of white girls, did not really date many of them at all. 
just not because I don't like white women. It's just because I, it's not my thing. It's not they weren't who I was attracted to. Plus, I was going through a stripper face. That that's neither here nor there. Um, but like yeah, like this. It's just stupid, man. People got people got to fucking grow up. Stop. Uh, stop letting motherfuckers get to you about dumb shit. And also, don't respond to dumb shit with more dumb shit. True. Like you love your wife, great. You supposed to. You married her. You know. If somebody was shitting on you because your wife. Is a skinny white woman? You're like, yeah, and I love her. She takes care of me, and that's all it is. Like, she takes care of me. I take care of her, and we live our life. I hope you find somebody to make you as happy as she make me. <laughs> that's it's a simple fucking thing. You don't have to post a video of her poking her ass. And why are you creeping like that? Cause what if it goes the other way? What if what if all of a sudden you know you put your wife on Instagram and now she got a billion dicks flooding <laughs> her motherfucking flooding her fucking DM box? She, must, she she turns around and starts cheating on you. Yeah. It's your fault. Motherfucker uh, uh, hitting hitting your wife up with the blue chew DMs. Bitch, <laughs> 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 you finna get blued and chewed out. Yeah, it's just, it's just, like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, is that over quarantine, I learned a lot, and, and most of it is just people are fucking morons. People are fucking morons. I, you know, I, 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 I did a lot of dumb stuff, well, not dumb, I did a lot of shit during this quarantine, man, Mm. Yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. That's all I got. So yeah, uh, if you listen to this and we're friends on Facebook and you wonder why I don't fucking answer you, that that's why I turned off all the fucking notifications. Did it on Facebook because it just got to be too fucking. It got to be too much. Like I, I was, like I understand why motherfuckers get mad and like unfriend motherfuckers over shit. And because the way that fucking thing is set up is the more negative shit you interact with, with like, comment, anything, the more that shit they gonna send you. Like that's just the way the algorithm is set up. You have to turn off a lot of stuff. As far as, uh, why is this person on my wall, you know? Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that's probably why. Is they, I don't know who this person is. I know they're something famous or whatever, but how did it get on my wall? Yeah, because somebody you know commented on it, so then they show you that comment, and then you maybe interact with it, and now all of a sudden you in that fucking... I've just been taking it all off. Yeah. It's like, what? 
Yeah, I did to, a lot to, of that. To tell you on the truth, man, I, I really do wish I never would have picked up any of it. Yeah, the only know. thing I look at now is I, I look at, well, because Instagram is a little bit better at it, but it's mostly just stuff for the podcast and Twitter, because Twitter, to me, is just a news feed. It's not, like, if you want to find out what's happening at that particular moment in time, you just open it. Hit the search page. Oh, such and such died. This happened. That happened. Here's the sports store. All right. I really don't even really know good. how to use uh, Instagram 100%. No, it's just pictures. I understand, but there's. I, I, I was struggling with it today. Yeah. Trying to do something. And I was like, man, I just put it down. Yeah. It's just, it's just like whenever I was taught to get a cell phone, and I didn't want one. Yeah. It's like I would rather have a house phone. But then I got suckered into getting one. Yeah. And I was like, well, it makes sense if something does happen to me. Yeah, but I then, mean. So just like uh, a, a, a lot of people have done, just. Just get your basic flip phone. Yeah. I mean, it, if you don't want to be... See, that's the thing. Is Some people feel like they got to respond to everything, and I don't. So, unless it's my mom or Erica or one of the girls or you or somebody that I'm, you know, that I give a shit about, I don't answer. I don't feel like answering. I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. And for a while, like social media was like that too. Like I'd look at it and I see something, I'd be like, ah. But then you just keep seeing it over and over and over and over again. And unlike, and that's when I realized I was like, oh, okay, I see this game. I'm just gonna turn this shit off. Just turn off all the notifications. The only reason I haven't def- uh, deleted Facebook is because I put all the family pictures on there. So if I deleted all those fucking pictures go away and my cousins and my aunts and shit can't pull from it. It's the only reason why I still have it. Because honestly, it, all it's been is a fucking posting board for people's dumbest fucking thoughts. Well, and, 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 and for years, I was one of those people. For years. I ain't gonna lie. I did some dumb shit, and I look back on it. It's like, why the fuck did I even do it? Why? Why was I? Even, you know, why did I even do that shit? It was just ignorant. It's very ignorant. Yeah. And you know, but for me, it's just for whenever I'm 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 wanting to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't don't answer the phones. Yeah. They're not around. Them. You know, they don't. They would rather use Facebook instead of their phone. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. You're still using your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's been part of this whole thing where, like, ever since we got to the point to where you can literally see what everybody's doing at every moment of the, of the day, like, people think of their life as a fucking TV show. And life is like a highlight reel or like a fucking 
Like it's true. Yeah. Like nobody like we get it. You had an awesome breakfast. Congratulations. Like you know, I don't like you know I don't need to see every part of your day. You know, it's, 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 it's like some people go to Florida or whatever. Enjoy your trip to Florida. Quit filming each and every moment of it. Yeah. You ain't doing nothing but sitting in your hotel room. Are you really having fun? Yeah. Because, hey, look, I, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I'll take a picture like we had, we're like, we had benders. Click, you motherfuckers will never see the fun shit. <laughs> uh, you niggas will never not a not a one time not a now another <laughs> I won't even talk to you niggas about what happened over <laughs> like this Mike knows there <laughs> like, like man look fam but yeah, I just like that's that's what I'm saying. It's like now, all I'm worried about. I'm trying to stay healthy. Try to keep a little money in my pocket. Try to have some fun here and there. And and that's it, man. But yeah, I've had to completely rearrange my fucking priorities this year. It just is what it is. But once I get this fucking job shit through, this shit, this shit has been, ah, it's been fucking killing me. But, yeah. Oh, one more thing. How long? Does a does a woman have to show their ring after they get married? Why is it every fucking picture? It's like they're pose they're posing their ring. Oh yeah, man. Look, you know why? why how how long do they do this? I have no fucking idea. And and then another thing, what's with the bitches out here just sticking their tongue out, looking like they got a stroke whenever they take a picture? What the fuck is that dumb shit? Yeah, it went from duck lips to the tongue. Thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, one of the kids did that. She had a picture on Instagram with her tongue out like that. So I was like, "Show me how you pose," and I rubbed my hand across that. <laughs> Never did that shit again. <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. I don't know what these people think is sexy or is a child. I don't know. They look like they had a stroke. They look like Stupid. you look like a fucking Labrador. I don't get it, man. I don't know. Hey, I guess they're trying to show you where the dick go. I don't know. I don't know. And one more thing. Since I'm thinking about it, 
Cause I mean, it's just like uh, every girl wants to turn, like turn her ass to the fucking camera. She's like, come on, man, like. Or do that sink pose. Yeah, like look, man. Um, you just gotta be happy with yourself. Cause like to me, girls doing all that shit, like they make fun of dude, like uh, what was it when niggas was trying to pull off that, put a sock down your pants, make make it look like you got the, the print or yeah. whatever. And they was like, you niggas is pathetic. Like, bitch, what do you think you look like? Push up, bra, sitting on the sink with half your ass out, got your tongue. Like, you look like a fucking moron. Just, you know what? Smile. Don't smile. Don't do that. Like, just be you. Why can't you just be happy being you? You notice how uh, people got upset. Women, black people got upset when... White people did dreads and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then you know that you're you're taking our culture away and all this. Well, when are white people going to start complaining? White women complaining to black women about wearing the blonde wigs? Oh, they, some of them have. I ain't heard. I, I have. It's it's a fucking stupid argument. I, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's it's stupid altogether. I, I had this. I actually had this argument on that show that I was working on on Meeting of the Minds, and uh, it was funny because this girl was bald, right? this black chick, and she had shaved her head. And uh, she's a nice girl, nice looking girl too, real smart. Uh, and she was like, "Well, no, white people shouldn't do this and blah 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 because it's appropriation." We were like, "Fam, if anybody." You know, anybody can have dreads. Like, you know that, right? It was some, like, Native American cultures had dreads. Uh, there were some, like, Nordic cultures. They had dreads. There's even some Asian cultures, like the Mongols and shit. Mm-hmm. Some of them had dreads. Yeah, but it means something. It's Rastafari. like, fam, you can't... Vikings had dreads. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Nordic yeah, well, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like, I was like, you can't assign your cultural reasons or religious reasons or whatever reasons to anybody else. Like, that's what it means to you. And she was like, because like, she, it started out, it was a whole episode about cultural appropriation. And it started out with, um, with her talking about people wearing, like white girls wearing Indian headdresses to like Coachella and like festivals and shit, right? And uh, I was like, yeah, it looks stupid. Just like I think most white people look stupid with dreads. It's like, it looks stupid, but I don't get mad about it. Because one, I don't like having hair. Like It's not that I don't like black hair. I just don't like having I don't like waking up in the morning and having to comb it or brush it or doing any of that shit, paying for haircuts and all that shit. I was like, I shaved my head in the 10th grade. But I don't have any cultural attachment to it. So when... I see somebody with it, it either looks cool or it looks stupid. And most of the time, it looks stupid. This <laughs> is the, the way I feel about it. And as far as the headdresses, I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Some white girl running around with a fucking sundress, skinny jeans, and a fucking headdress with fucking glow sticks or whatever pinned in it. It looks dumb. Should they have done it? No. 
Is it offensive to a Native American? I don't know because I'm not Native American. I can't make that decision. But the thing is, is yes, it's sacred and it means something to them. To her, it's just a hat. You can't get mad at that. Well, you can. You can get mad at him. You can get mad at whatever the fuck you want. But what are you going to do? It's a fucking hat. She bought it and it's her head. <laughs> like, I don't get mad at people how they wear their hair because it's their fucking hair. True. True. You know, and she's like, well, no, it takes away. I was like, how the fuck does this white girl wearing a headdress take away from 3,000 years of Native American culture and what it means to them? It doesn't. It doesn't take away from them. If it does, then it doesn't really mean that much. Like, that's basically what it comes like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, the significance to me doesn't depend on the significance or insignificance to you. It means something to me. I'm saying it's the same with any religion. Right? Yeah, that shit means something to you. The sign of the cross and all that shit. Catholics do that shit mean something to you. It don't mean shit to me because I'm not Catholic. So if I say it don't mean nothing to me, it don't take away from what it means to you. It shouldn't. If it does, <laughs> what I think, what I think with my non-Catholic ass means more to you than the fucking 30,000 popes and how many years of fucking Roman Catholic religion that you've been taught. If it does, that's your problem. <laughs> it got shit to do with me. Well, it just makes the Native Americans feel bad. How do you know? How do you know a Native American didn't sell that shit, that bullshit to that white girl? It's like this white girl. Like this other girl on the show. She's a white girl. She went to a Native American reservation and she bought some boots. And then some white girl, some other white girl was like, oh my God, I love your boots. Blah, blah, blah. And then she got them and then she said some Native American dude was like, do you know what those boots mean? And then she felt bad. For wearing the boots. I was like, yeah, but another Native American person sold you those boots for $90. It was like, once once you sell something, like, what do you, like, it's just, I, I was like, this whole appropriation. Find out argument what it is, means and don't feel bad. Yeah. But don't feel bad because you bought it. I've never felt bad about shit that I bought. You know, I, I like, I I felt bad after some lap dances, but not because I bought a lap dance. I didn't feel bad for the guy. I was like, this bitch can't dance. <laughs> Took me over here in this corner for nothing. This bitch need me in my balls. <laughs> why? Do you ever wonder why that's, that was, that's a thing for them to do? Because they are uh, uncoordinated and probably new. I've never had an experienced stripper injure me during a fucking... It's always the young bitches trying too hard. Because they think they can dance like they dance in a club on you. All that fucking weird gyration and shit. Nah, I was talking about the knee to the... the Oh, yeah, because they're trying to, like, plant 
on the cushion of the couch, but then they'll move or the couch will slip or they they just not experienced. They don't know how to do the thing or they don't know how to they don't know how to get on your thighs without pressing their knees into your thighs or slipping or whatever. Like yeah, they just don't know what the fuck they doing. Or they're drunk. Cause that's the that's the time it happened to me as a chick was drunk. But yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. It's just it's just dumb shit. Like that's like I get it. You know, you don't want people mocking your culture or whatever, but it does it shouldn't take away what it means to you. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Cause like, look, I I know people were Catholic. I didn't know some of my family members were Catholic until one of my great uncles died or whatever. Oh. Um, but yeah, just cause it don't mean shit to me, don't mean it can't mean anything to you. How I feel about it shouldn't change how you feel about it. Cause like I I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen you. I think Native Americans look at it and they're like, like the Redskins thing is one thing because it's national and it's it's kind of insulting to them or that's the way they feel about it. No, no, it ain't the way they feel is what they were called. Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm saying how they feel about the name. Yeah. Like, I, I get that. But like, I've never seen Native Americans be like, man, we're not going to do our fucking traditional ceremonial dance because Megan... Wore the yeah, headdress. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's stupid. Like, yeah, man. People make individual choices. Let them make their fucking choice. And if they look like a fucking moron, it's cool for you to tell them yeah. they're a moron. <laughs> but, like, beyond that, what are you going to do? Because, like, I, that, one of my favorite videos is this black girl stopping this white boy in the hallway at school being like your treadlocks are cultural appropriation and you shouldn't wear it and blah 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 and he was like how are you gonna tell me what to do with my hair it's my hair and she was like well my blah 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 and this and blah, blah, blah. and he was like okay cool it's still my hair <laughs> that's all he kept saying and after a while her arguments just because like at the end of the day it's his fucking hair Like, I, I started to look at that girl and be like, well, what you doing, that's male appropriation. Bitch, that is Michael Jordan appropriation on your head. <laughs> that is cancer patient appropriation. <laughs> God damn it, Like, yo, look, man. What, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Cancer patient appropriation. What are we doing, man? Uh, to tell you the honest truth, it, it, things have gotten a lot sensitive over the past 10, 15 years. Can't say this, you can't do that anymore. And, you know, one of the one thing that that got me was whenever they 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 wanted to stop us from saying retarded. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, who who what retarded person complained about it? 
You see what I'm saying? So it took for somebody to put that, to take a hammer and chisel that thought in their head. That was wrong. Yeah. To make them realize that this is wrong. You know, so somebody else put that thought in their head. You see, because uh, just from watching that TV show with the Down Syndrome people, and they were getting like one Down Syndrome person married you mean another. The one with Corky? Not, uh, no. This is like, like a, a reality show. Oh, yeah, I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, this, this was probably two or three years ago, maybe longer when I saw this. But, you know, they were marrying each other. Yeah. You know, but still. <clears throat> they were they were uh, bringing that up, and it's like, okay. but it wasn't a mentally challenged person to say it. I I want to know what person said it. I don't know because a word means something. Yeah, it does. But like, this is the thing: is I don't. I don't know. So I can't say where the Can you say was. midget anymore? Yeah, but it was midgets that brought that up. True, 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 And I don't know, like, I don't know enough mentally handicapped or mentally retarded people to be able to say whether or not how they feel about it. I just don't know enough of them. I don't associate enough with well, How are they going to know? They know. They're not stupid. I mean, take away the Down Syndrome people. Because it also, or, came, it also came, it's not just Down Syndrome people. It's also autistic people. It's also a, a, a whole spectrum of fucking people. But I'm talking about that the, are the, the, the true, but the retard, retard, retard. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, they don't, not all, you know. Not, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that people were using that to describe an entire range of people and that range of people have different levels of awareness and different different levels of intelligence to be able to to complain about it and plus it wasn't like it went it got it got away from being the medical term of it like retarded is a medical term but it became an insult <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what people were objecting to. Is like once it became the insult thing, like once it major in a majority way became an insult thing, and doctors stopped using it, and it in society effectively just became an insult to people. I mean, I get it. And yeah, like I, I look, man. I still call people dumbass. I still call people a dumb motherfucker. You stupid bitch. Like, you know, there's a billion insults. And if somebody's like, "Yo, chill with the retarded," all right, you stupid motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking moron. Yeah. Like, there's a ton of fucking other things. Like, I get it. But like that's like that's that's one of the things over quarantine that just I, I'm so sick of comedians complaining about fucking cancel culture. 
Just go fucking be funny. Just go be funny. Because, like, we say the same thing, shit, shit about black people. Right? Like, well, what nigga was complaining about being niggas? Like, they were all complaining about it. Y'all just didn't give a shit. There's never a time when black people were actually niggas. Y'all made that shit up. Y'all ran with it. Y'all were running the world. And the black people that did complain about it, y'all beat the shit out of them for fucking 400 years. And then were surprised when niggas was hiding secretly. Like, man, y'all like being called? Hell no! <laughs> Fuck them crackers! <laughs> like, so I get it. And the thing is, is, it's just like the whole integration conversation I was talking about. Like, we were always integrated. It was just who had control. And the same thing with this fucking cancel culture thing. Like, a lot of the motherfuckers complaining about it, it ain't about them being canceled. It's about them not being able to tell people to shut the fuck up when you're saying some shit that somebody don't like. Like, when people get shouted down on college campuses, I don't like that shit. I don't. It's stupid. The people get what? Shouted down. Like motherfuckers show up to give a speech and the students don't oh. like it or whatever and they start like yelling at them and shutting them up and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if people do that shit, nah. But like, you know, if you're just going up and fucking insulting people from a stage, like Kramer, and a motherfucker's like, nigga, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Leave. You know, whatever. Like, yeah, or, like, I've seen comedians complaining, well, yeah, they're just trying to cancel me. Like, no, nigga, what you got up there and said wasn't funny. <laughs> you, you weren't funny. You got up there, called three people chinks, called this motherfucker a spick, and, and now you expected people to laugh, and nobody laughed, and they're like, ah, this motherfucker's not funny. <laughs> This shit seemed kind of racist because it didn't seem like he wasn't telling jokes. He was just up there fucking insulting people. Did you see the whole thing? Of what? Kramer? Yeah. How did it start? Uh, So he got up there, said some unfunny shit. It was so fucking un- non-memorable. I can't remember exactly what the fuck he was talking about. But he got up there and it was sort of like he was halfway telling the story, halfway not, like trying to trying to build up to a joke. Went on for like maybe three minutes, four minutes, something like that. And then there was uh, some people up in the gallery that was the black people that was up there in the, what's that shit called? Balcony. It was up on the balcony seats. And I don't know if they said it because the camera was so far away. And, you know, it wasn't in HD back then. So you couldn't see who actually said it. You just know it came from up there. And then he just looked and he started trying to do crowd work or whatever. And then one of somebody, I think one of the black people said something and the crowd laughed. And then he just, it's niggers, it's niggers up there and blah, blah, blah. And I guess he thought it was funny. And then the black people were just like, what the fuck? Like, that's what you came like that they was just like looking like that's what you came back with. And then they went back and forth and then 
they fucking he got the fuck up off the stage. And that was the last everybody heard of that guy. Hey, look, man. Like, he one, he wasn't a stand-up before he was on the show. So, he wasn't. He was an actor. He wasn't a stand-up. Uh, so, like, if you're just an actor and you weren't writing Kramer, like, that wasn't part of your personality. It was just some character you were playing. You like, nigga, yeah, you're not funny. Get the fuck off the stage. Like, he just tried to turn it into something because he thought he could just get up there and do stand-up for some reason. And because he was famous, they, he was selling out theaters and like large comedy clubs just because he had a name. Same thing happened with Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen thought he could get up there and do a one-man show because he was famous and motherfuckers were showing up to see him. And he sold out some theaters, but he was not funny. He didn't have any jokes. And nobody tried to cancel Charlie Sheen. He just wasn't fucking funny. Same thing happened to Tony Kinchcliffe. He got up there, got introduced by some Asian comic, went up there and did five minutes about shitting on Asians and, and didn't, there were no jokes. <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe. He's a, one of Joe Rogan's friends. He did some set in Austin. He's brought up by some, I think it was Korean or Vietnamese or some shit like that. And he was like, yeah. He's just a bunch of white boys in the front row and he's like, Hey, you guys up here, ha ha, yucking it up at this slant-eyed fucker, and I was like, I was like, yeah, hey, and he just kept going. No jokes. I don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know what the vibe was in the room before that. All I saw was the part we brought, and I was like, yo, man. But then people were like, oh, it's just cancel culture. You can't say what you want, and I was like, fam, you can say what you want. You got up there and said what you wanted. People didn't think the shit was funny. Like, you know, there's mean comics and there's fucking insult comics and there's all this other shit. Like, fucking Don Rickles is one of my favorite comedians. That motherfucker was hilarious and was mean as fuck. You know it. And all the times he roasted Muhammad Ali, you know what he never did? Look at this fucking nigger. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this fucking monkey over here. This fucking dyke bitch like, like yeah man like yeah some of the shit some of the shit is sensitivity some of the shit is just motherfuckers feeling comfortable being like you know what I'm not gonna let you talk to me like that now what you know 19 1984 you know you see some fucking Six foot three, two hundred and sixty pound dude in a dress, fucking hairy chest, stupid wig on, giant mustache. Hey, look at this fucking faggot. Man, he had to take that. Now, <laughs> that's just the way it is. I can't get mad at that. You gotta find. You gotta find a better way to be funny. Well. Uh, you know, let's take it back to Andrew Dice Clay. He said that one joke, and it somewhat pummeled his career. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew what kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. Put him on MTV. Was it MTV? Mm-hmm. Put him on MTV. They knew how raunchy the guy is. Yeah. 
They knew there was a good chance that he was going to say something mm-hmm. and say, fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. So whose fault is it really? It ain't his fault. Oh, it is his fault because it came out of his mouth. But it's partly his fault. There, but who put him on the air? Oh, when yeah. they, you know good and well, that's, that's a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, for. Well, Can you really blame him for being him? You knew I was going to say something fucked up anyway. Yeah, so it was your fault for putting me on the fucking show. The thing, though, is that MTV's not the one that lost everything. He did. True, 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 true. Because I'm sure MTV was like, yo, fam, you know the rules. Like, you know, one, you're not supposed to say this shit. All like, right, you're right. You're right. Like, fam, adults, you have to, you have to take you're responsibility right. for what the fuck happens to you at some point. Is it okay? We're kind of, kind of bouncing around, but is it a racial thing for what happened with Tiger Woods? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? What happened with Tiger Woods? People cheat every day. Oh yeah, part of it. Yeah. Because we expected to be grateful for the shit we earned. <laughs> nigga, we let you fucking represent Nike and Tag Heuer. It wasn't a nigga who knew what Tag Heuer was before Tiger Woods was a fucking... <laughs> what Tiger... We let you we let you marry this beautiful fucking Nordic babysitter. This is how you give us thanks? You out here fucking the fucking waitress at Denny's? Tiger? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Like, look, man. <laughs> look, man. Like, we, we learned this when he won the Masters the first time, and Fuzzy Zola was like, oh, I guess this dinner is going to be chicken and fucking watermelon or what, like whatever fucked up shit he said when Tiger won. Because, you know, you win the Masters, you get to choose the dinner at the club or whatever the next mm-hmm. night. So he's like, yeah, we're going to have chicken and watermelon and cornbread. Like, look, man. Am I going to say the reaction was completely racial from everybody? No. But it was there. Can't be denied. Do you notice you ain't heard not one thing about how he's doing? But we need to hurry up and win this motherfucker before he gets back as many times as we can? Yeah. I mean, he's fucking tired. But nobody, I, I, was, I had to look it up myself. Yeah. So watching the sports channel. So how's Tiger doing? But I'm seeing everybody winning. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's gonna happen. But but ain't nobody saying nothing about it. Yeah. It look, man. Well, no, nah, I take that back. Cause uh, dude, that won, not not this Masters, whatever big tournament it was before this. He's actually friends with Tiger, so he gave an update in his fucking in his speech or his press conference afterwards or whatever, because he talked about talking to Tiger and you know he was in good spirits and he just working. He's supposed to. He's going through physical therapy and some other shit. So the players are talking about it. The reporters. The reporters might not have access. Tiger got enough money to be like, look, man, I don't want to talk to you niggas. <laughs> Tiger's like, look, man, you know I got. Yeah, that old girl from Denny's coming in sucking my dick, man. <laughs> I'm on these shoes. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, but yeah, man. Like, I, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm t- like, I get it. It was, it was 
cool for the first couple of years is in terms of comedians. But now, like fam, this is just the world now. Like, I'm sure there were fucking it's just like uh motherfuckers don't tell the take my wife please jokes. Like after a while shit's just stop being funny. Motherfuckers are like, they trying to cancel my act? No, nigga, we've heard this a million times. Do something funny. Yeah. Like, at some point, and, and I get it. Like, the shit that was funny to me in the 90s, like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. And it might be blasphemy. There was a lot of unfunny shit that I thought was funny when I watched Def Jam. And I watched them old reruns, and I look at it now, and I'm like, that shit wasn't funny. It was shocking. Especially for like a twelve year old or a thirteen year old watching it, and it made you laugh because you couldn't believe somebody said that shit. But now, as you as an adult, you're like, this is just stupid. It's like living color. Yeah, a lot of shit don't age well. And maybe it's just the way motherfuckers think or thought back then. It's just not aging well now. That motherfucker's are saying, who are you trying to cancel? I'm like, no, you should have fucking grew up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grow up. Like, but I'm not the best person to, to fucking say because a lot of the shit that I say and think is what people would consider caveman thinking. I even tried smoking a joint and try to watch In Living Color. You wanna know what happened? Hmm. I passed out. Yeah. A lot of it is a lot of it is not because it's like when you watch something from the fucking nineties and you see how like some of it makes me laugh. Like how why you like, yo, we was wild because they're just like they oh, there were no rules. You were saying do whatever the fuck you wanted to do in the nineties. <laughs> There was no rule. There was no cameras. There's no accountability. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at it. Look, man, because if anybody asks me, I'm like, I'm told the truth. I'm like, man, I enjoyed the fuck out that shit. The ride's over, though. Yeah. Yeah. So now I got to find a new way. And if you good. You'll find a new way. If you not, then what you gonna do is end up on fucking YouTube complaining about motherfuckers trying to cancel you. <laughs> or just stick with that niche. Cause like just like oh motherfuckers saying that there's no such thing as a funny rape joke and all this other shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's not one to you. But I'll say this. That comedian can either change his act and make it more appealing to everybody or stick with his niche and be happy with never growing to a certain level. Like, everybody ain't meant to be Kevin Hart. <laughs> Look, Patrice O'Neill is one of the funniest fucking comedians in the world. You know what he'd never be? Never be Kevin Hart. And if he cool with that, it's still a great career. Yeah. But there's a lot of motherfuckers who do braunchy blue comedy and then get mad. 
What do you mean I can't play this fucking 6,000-seat arena? Because, nigga, you can't sell that amount of tickets. What do you mean I can't be in this Disney film? Because your whole act is about eating some blind girl's asshole. Like, you can't... Like, like yeah. Well, well, in the 80s, it would have happened. Well, yeah, in the 80s, motherfucker, you put out one special a year... And it might have gotten seen by the fucking sixty thousand people in the in the country who had HBO on that particular night. That shit lives forever on Netflix, nigga. <laughs> like, daddy, uncle, uncle Ralph on the Disney show is talking about eating Asian prostitute trannies' ass. <laughs> like, uh, what's that guy's name that was in um? He was a pervert, foul mouth, white dude. He they had the, like the, the three girls, daughters. There was like Uncle Danny, Uncle. Oh yeah, yeah, Full House. Full House. What about that guy? Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah, because Bob Saget was a comedian, and he was raunchy. But he was a raunchy comedian in the late '80s, early '90s, and the people who at ABC hadn't seen his act. And that's why while he was doing the show, he wasn't doing stand-up. Hmm. Then once the show was over after a couple of years, he went back to doing stand-up. And that's when everybody found out. Because you remember, he was doing that. And then he jumped right into America's Funniest Home Videos. And he was a family guy. And then that show went off the air. And like two years later, he started doing stand-up again. And people were like, oh, shit. But I'm saying a nasty motherfucker. Because you remember... He popped up in fucking um in uh half baked. Yeah. Yeah, the scene where he was like he was like, hey, yeah. you gotta suck dick for crack. <laughs> Boo this man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like you could get away with that. Brett Butler was not a clean comedian. She had a fucking show. Rose fucking Roseanne had a TV show on ABC. But motherfuckers didn't really and plus the TV show she was kind of raunchy and a little blue collar or whatever so but she was in PG-13 movies she was doing this whole family thing she was just a crazy white lady whatever whatever but then we got to the thing where motherfuckers could run that tape motherfuckers would run that oh wait well, hold on who the fuck special call a monkey on Instagram <laughs> like, like yeah you're gonna be a kind of like motherfuckers are like well, this is not what we think, but this is every fucking joke we hear you say is here. So, if this is the only joke you tell, why wouldn't I think that that's the way you think in real life? You meet a white guy, and every fucking joke this motherfucker tells is a nigga joke or a spick joke or whatever. And then, it's like, I can't believe y'all think I'm racist. Nigga, that's all you talk about. Yeah. Y'all trying to cancel me? No. Like. You know, if, if all the dudes sitting up there, all you see is motherfucker rubbing his dick all day. <laughs> Man, I might rape that bitch. You know what I'm saying, bro? 
You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm gonna fuck around, man. Come on, man. You see that thing hanging out there, man. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. She's asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she come running out the break room. Ted, touch my pussy. And you like, yeah, fucking Ted's a pussy. Ted. He's all he talk about is touch your baby. <laughs> and he's like, man, you believe I lost my motherfucking job? Yes, Ted, you nasty bitch. <laughs> I thought this was America. I thought we could just touch pussies. Like, oh, nigga, what is she? <laughs> man, I remember back in the day, man, my grandpa telling me about the 50s, man. You just walk up and finger a bitch, man. <laughs> this ain't the bayou. Nigga, you cannot. <laughs> I remember with the family reunion, man. We lined them up and just poke booty holes. Out there. <laughs> you, can't, you, know, you can't do this shit. Man, I get it, man. I had fun, man. You know, we fucking hide and go get it, catch a girl, kiss a girl. All that shit was date raping and training. But. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I can say yeah, but no. No, I, I, uh, no, I'm, it's a joke. It's a joke, but not re- But it's a joke, but not really. Because you always know, because there was always that girl that liked you and she wanted you to catch her or whatever. And you usually ended up, but there was always this one nigga who that girl did not like, and that motherfucker chased that bitch <laughs> to the apartments. I'm gonna get you tomorrow. Bitch look like Adrian Peterson running from this thing. <laughs> oh, what got me the most was uh, Pepe Le Pew. That was a rapey ass nigga. Uh, but I saw someone said something about it, and it, and it made sense out of it. Of that whole skit. Yeah. You know, but look, man. I didn't I didn't take it that way as a kid because I didn't really know any better. That's when people were like, Well, you couldn't get away with that now. I'm like, no, you could absolutely get away with that now, because if you don't believe that, you have not watched a telenovela or fucking Sabado Agante or any of the other sh- like because people are like, well, that, that shit didn't happen in real life. You know what Pepe Le Pew was? It's Benny Hill for kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you remember when Beetlejuice first came out? Yeah. They sit there and he said... Yeah, he kept, he kept goosing that lady and like reaching under his curtain at once. Like, <laughs> nah, there was this one. I didn't see that one. The cartoon? No, oh, no, no. I'm talking about the movie. No, I'm talking about the cartoon. Yeah, I remember the cartoon too. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody had lost... Their head. Some something somebody something lost their head. Monster, yeah. whatever. And they went up to Beetlejuice. It says, "Well, we're we're looking for a head, or something like that." But we're look, yeah, yeah. Say, I'm looking for my a head. Yeah, three doors down it says mermaid. And me and my brother was just sitting there like we couldn't rewind it. It was like, did he just say that? 
I'm looking. It's like a, I'm, I don't. I don't know if he. They actually said I'm looking for some head, mm-hmm. or I'm. I'm looking for a head. head. Yeah. But he goes three doors down and says mermaid. Yeah, look, man. And I was just. They put subversive shit in in there because like look. And the thing is, this shit's still there. You just gotta be more clever about it. You just gotta be more clever about it. Because, like, I always say, like, people talk about, like, look, I've said this a million times. I don't like 90s R&B. I'm more of a 70s soul. Like, neo soul. I like that kind of shit, right? I didn't like 90s R&B because it was just too fucking explicit. Like, I don't want to hear all that shit. Too. This is too, like, motherfuckers like, yeah. All that body rock and knocking. I just didn't like that shit. I still don't like that shit. Yeah. But listen to Between Sheets by the Isley Brothers. One of the nastiest fucking songs. <laughs> That's some nasty shit, that song. Um Yeah, it's just you you just gotta be more clever. If it's good and you're good, you'll figure it out. If you're not you're going to sit and make videos on YouTube complaining about motherfuckers trying to cancel. But the problem is is that you're putting your shit out and expecting people to be like, yay. And when somebody doesn't, then you're fixating on like, yeah. Because, I mean, every comedian that I see that complains about it packs out audiences. Right? But they're upset about 10 people online complaining. Why are you concentrating on those 10 people? Shut the fuck up. Do your job. Oh, we can't do college campuses. Oh, so? Don't do it on the college campus. Go to the town. Rent out a theater. They're off the campus. You can do your show. Whoever doesn't like him, suck a dick. Like, <laughs> fix the problem. Like, that's my problem. Is Everybody complains. Nobody fixes anything. Just fix the fucking problem. If that's your problem, fix it. Well, shut the fuck up. Is R. Kelly getting up soon? I hope not. Let me keep that nigga off the streets. If he does, he's going to be riding in the car with old boy that was cursing. <laughs> R. Kelly riding out. Oh, I love me a bitch in a backpack. Look at that. Look at that right there. Look at that right there. Back pockets touching. Put on some Dora the Explorer and go to work in this movie. <laughs> get me out of this car. Hey, you don't even slow the car down. I'm just going to get out. <laughs> sick. Sick, sick. Damn, man. He got to go. Nasty ass nigga. But shit, we had two forty. We're two forty, almost two hundred two two hours and forty three minutes. So go ahead and wrap this bitch up. So uh you got anything? Nah. Final thoughts. Bluetooth nigga. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Alright, so <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Let me shout out the sponsors one last time. 
Punks, Rubs, and Spices. Uh, go fuck with it. Uh, www.hooksrub.com. Great on catfish. Great on catfish. Great on wings. Great on steaks. Great on burgers. Great on any meats that you can get. I can put some lemon, lemon pepper on the asparagus with some Irish butter and a little bit of fucking uh, Parmesan cheese. Shit was on hit. Uh, so yeah, go fuck with them. Use the promo code WHATPOD to get 15% off. Um, and you know, do the thing. Also hit us up on our website. Uh, www.whateverman.com uh, Fuck with your boys. Is that? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, so yeah, fuck with us. Uh, you know, hit the SoundCloud. We on Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeart, wherever the fuck you get podcasts, you can fuck with us, Spotify, all that bullshit. Um, so yeah, I'll edit this, probably have it out no later than Friday. Try to get it out tomorrow, but I don't know how that's going to work out in the morning. Um, and yeah, once all this shit gets stabilized, we'll get back to a regularly podcasting schedule. Uh, so yeah, fuck with your boys. Oh, shout out to all the other podcasts. You know who it is. Uh, hashtag Blackout Podcast, Random Ramblers with Rob, Glenn the Hurt Podcast, uh, What Is TWS, uh, all the motherfuckers, JNT, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, we out this bitch. Peace. It's whatever man, 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 it's whatever man.